Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? You are listening to the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. We originally air as a radio show on Radio for Brooklyn, so if you want the freshest episodes of Famous Dead People, you can listen to those the minute they come out every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio for Brooklyn. You're about to hear the episode where I interview Italian painter, scientist, and original Renaissance man Leonardo da Vinci, played by comedian Rebecca Robles, and controversial baseball player Ted Williams, played by writer and comedian Brian Patchett. It was a great episode. Don't forget to go out and buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is me making fun of Kellyanne Conway for a whole bunch. Uh, 50th episode is coming out, so look out for that. Also, uh, this Saturday at the People's Improv Theater, I will be doing a show as part of their solo comedy festival, SoloCom. Uh, the show is listed under my name, Jared Berenstein, and it is November 18th this Saturday at 10 p.m. at the Pit Loft on 29th Street. You can probably find more information about that on my website, jaredbernstein.com. I don't remember if I put it on there. Uh, so yeah, go out and buy my book, leave a review of the podcast, uh, hit us up at famousdeadpeople at radioforbrooklyn.org. Uh, and in the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy Ted Williams and Leonardo da Vinci only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. Oh, you know, famous dead people, famous dead people, famous stories stuck in the head. You're gonna hear vocal from even though all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are early 20th century American baseball player Ted Williams. Hello. And 15th century Italian painter, scientist, engineer, and inventor, Leonardo da Vinci. Buongiorno. Uh, Mr. Da Vinci, Mr. Williams, Hello. welcome to Famous Dead People. Thank oh, you so much for joining us. Grazie. My pleasure. Uh, now, I'd like to start with you, uh, Leonardo. You have been described as a polymath. A universal genius, mm. the Renaissance man. Mm. The scope and depth of your interests were without precedent in recorded history. Yes. But I'm wondering if you had one area or field that was your fla- that was your favorite. Like, mm. did you hold painting above everything else? Science. If you had to stick to one discipline, like, what would you say is like the one thing that you that you thought like, oh, this is the thing that I am. You know, fashion. Oh, ooh, you did fashion. <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't even see that on your Wikipedia anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was very into it. I kept it close to my chair. Everybody has to have a talent or a hobby that, that you don't share. Yeah. That is, you know, the way the way Ryan Gosling has tap dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that Ryan yes. Gosling tap dancing. The way that... Um, the way that who's the funny guy? The really funny oh god guy. from uh, the from the I know exactly I know exactly Bill who you're Murray, talking about. Bill Murray, <laughs> Bill Murray has has something I forget. Or Woody mm-hmm. Allen has the clarinet. I mm-hmm. had, but he's bad, so I'll never <laughs> say his name again. He's so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the whole politics of that is terrible. But you know? getting back to it, uh, fashion for me was my tap dancing. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Oh wow! So would you? You know, um, I know that it is such a visual element, uh, mm-hmm. fashion, but yes. would you walk us through like some of the things like that you would do, you know, that, that you designed, you know? Oh, yes. Okay. Number one, Ted, don't be jealous. <laughs> no. But capes. I love. You're a big cape person. Oh, I am a cape head. Okay. I so love. if you, if I was walking down the street, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, in the 15th century, uh, lucky, in, in lucky Italy, boy. In Italy, and <laughs> and w- would I see a lot of capes, or is that something that like you uh, trailblazed at the time? Yes, you would if you saw them. Mm-hmm. It was because of me. I started the capes. Oh, okay. And nobody ever said that. They focus on my painting. They focus mm-hmm. on my math and how I write backwards, upside down, or whatever. I would love to ask oh, you about that later. I know. It's like it's like the tip of the iceberg so, when it comes to me. But people like, you know, they would know if it was a city that you had touched because uh, suddenly people would start wearing capes. You were, you were a trendsetter. Beautiful capes. <laughs> Gorgeous capes. So whatever you see, basically, and then it trickled down, you know, into like really big belts, mm-hmm. wide belts. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then basically what you see today at Urban Outfitters, is, oh. it comes from me. That's, that's Ted, very Da Vinci. Ted, you a know. Der- a a yeah, derivation know. of Leonardo Da Vinci. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't a, a student of fashion at all, were you, Mr. Ted Williams? Well, it, no, not not per se, but we had baseball fashion, which was interesting to me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball fashion. You yeah. mean like the um the the, the specific uniforms? Types of uniforms. That was one of the things that got me wear. interested in baseball. Really? Yeah. That was one of the reasons I wanted to play for the Red Sox. They had uh, a big B. Slim fit. A big B on yeah. their... Uh, that was... Right, big B. I thought that was oh, good. That's interesting. Said baseball to me. Well, see, I assumed, yeah. like, you know, as as children, we all just play baseball. I know that it wasn't mm-hmm. really a thing in your time. Mm-hmm. That's true. I that's don't feel included. I didn't play <laughs> baseball at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, you, like you just kind of play. But you're saying that your original draw to the sport was not in playing as a kid, but in the... The, the the logos and the and the yeah I like the logos mm. I like the I I did it wasn't even about baseball like I, said, I wanted to play for the Red Sox um I I hated the fucking Yankees everyone <laughs> hated the Yankees so my my idea was you got to I got to get into pro ball mm-hmm. and and stop these guys the Yankees were known in those days I grew up on the West Coast there's no pro ball teams but they'd have these touring touring mm-hmm. troops that would come by and the Yankees were so fancy they'd have these you know you talk about capes and things like that they'd have yeah. top hats Wait, so the yankees like would have they'd have spats did they, they didn't play in these obviously. this is what they played in they, they played, thought they were so much better than anyone else it sounds hats. like they were so much better <laughs> you know what i so I, but I, I but i sat in the stands with my uncle and he said to me you know what i bet those yankees they put they put one leg on at a time just like <laughs> the rest of us oh I don't know. If I had to choose right now between the team Big B mm-hmm. or the team Spats the top and Top Hat, I think I'm going with the Yankees. Uh, Leonardo, Leonardo, listen, that's that's what they do is they rope people in with their flash and with all their, their world championships. Yeah, that's right. You, that's you, don't, a, you don't get real fans that wait, way. Wait, I know? have a question. Yeah. Did I do the Vatican? Hmm? Did you do the Vatican? I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> well, this is actually one of the things it's I want to ask to you remember. about. You yeah. seemed like such a, um, I don't want to say like a flighty <laughs> genius. Like you would you would work on something really really frenetically, but then you would like leave it for a mm, while. You like, know, like... like Maria von Trapp in The Sound of Music. <laughs> flighty. Flighty. But gets, you know, gets the kids in line. It really, no, well, her father's the one that got the kids in line. He was the one that had the whistles where... <laughs> When he whistled, I, his kids boyfriend. would like. She taught them at everything. least three songs. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we can Ugh. call that getting them in line. I thought though. that was. So we're talking a lot about of kids. discipline. The father was the disciplinary. The father was the one who got but his that, kids together. But not her father. Mm-hmm. Played so beautifully. Wait, what's her? Was, Christopher was, Plummer. Was, there was a character of uh, Julie Andrews's father in The Sound of Music. I don't no. remember that at all. Nope. We're just talking about her. <laughs> he was. Cut. He was. <laughs> oh, okay. Back to the Vatican. Back to the Vatican. Did no, I? I know do that it? you. Did you do it? Towards the end of your life, you lived in the Vatican for a little while, oh. and you may have done Boo. some of the art and architecture of the Vatican, <clears throat> but I didn't see anything that specifically in your Wikipedia. Okay, that's probably yeah. what I was confusing, Ted. Yeah, you. Um, is that I lived there, and right. I was probably trying to, you know, make it better. Yeah. Because I was suffering. Living. And I mean, you also had a relationship with Michelangelo, who obviously did the Sistine Chapel. There, there that's so, what it is. You know, I can understand how, you know, you're in that world. Everything just kind of gets mixed together. I, yeah. Arguably, though, I I mm-hmm. think I was the muse Interesting. for his work. For I mean, Michelangelo. Really? Oh, yeah. It That's did seem it from Wikipedia like there was a playful rivalry. Between you look, the two there, you of look you, like you know? some of his statues, like God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you look exactly like Ted Williams is God. <laughs> you're just Good. huge, masculine. I'm sorry, Ted Williams. So, so you're saying that what Leonardo da Vinci looks like right now is how you envisioned—he's <laughs> a good-looking God to be. Yeah, yeah. Good, no, no one is arguing that Leonardo da Vinci is not a good-looking guy. That's right. And you would—I would say right. all three of us are pretty good-looking dudes. I really would. Yes. You know, I don't want to toot my own horn too much. You know, right. but uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Williams, let me ask you this: So you had a lot of nicknames throughout your your yep. storied career, right? The uh, Ted, the, Ted Two, the Kid. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Ted Two. Ted 2? They called me Ted 2. Why did they call you Ted 2? I think it was something about the movie. movie. There was a sports, there was a football player in the movie, and then it kind of became a thing. Hey, you know, you're like the football player. You're a baseball player. It's kind of like a football player. You're Ted, Ted 2. Ted 2. Ted 2. The raunchy bear. A raunchy bear. No, no, that's the movie Ted that came out. Decades. This later. is that's Ted too. Oh, that's Ted. sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a recent nickname though. Wait, so mean, there's a. Oh, you, you got that. Re- so the, what are the other? What are the uh, ones you know? I was talking about the nicknames from your your career the as Whopper. a baseball player. 
Uh, I didn't have. I don't have the Whopper here. I have no. the kid. I have oh. the thumper. Yeah. Mm. I have the splendid splinter. <laughs> uh, Teddy ball that's game. A private. Oh, <laughs> I like Teddy ball. Teddy game. ball game's the one I like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy that's ball right. game is. So you're really saying good. Ted Williams that um uh that the splendid splinter that was like a personal one that was like you you and the wife or something like that or it was it was an embarrassing thing that happened in the clubhouse oh ooh can can you tell us about it wasn't it? splendid this is not a gotcha show but if you feel comfortable well be careful with jared <laughs> it could suddenly become listen i've had a couple of great reveals i'm not gonna lie about that but i yeah. would never push you i would never I would never insist that you reveal something that you're embarrassed about. I mean, I, I you know, I sat on a bat. You it's sat a, on a bat. I sat on a bat. It's you, got in the history of baseball. Mm -hmm. You know how we play hundred games a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. People are bound to sit on bats. You're gonna sit on in a, a while. One of these days. But yeah. these nicknames, you know, they're not. You know, people don't name me after the really great, amazing things that they do. They, you know, you well, no, I mean, sat on a bat. Oh, you just got a splinter <laughs> up your butt. You're a splendid splinter. <laughs> but okay. nobody says, you know. I'm sorry. Does the whole bat? Go up no, inside you? No, that's what that's the way you made it sound. When I, you, that's the when way they make it sound. That's what they said. Mm. It. Oh, okay, cool. But it just... really it shows you how little material they have on me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I just want to be clear about something. Yeah. So did you just sit sit on a bat? The bat is it, horizontal, not vertical. Yeah. So you just sat this on. This is it. not what I really wanted to be talking. Yeah, it's too late. Jared's face is lighting up. <laughs> He wants to get to the I bottom know. of this. Well, I'm just really curious about the logistics of this because <laughs> it doesn't sound embarrassing at all. Like, it sounds like you just... I come from a different time. Mm -hmm. We don't okay. talk about butts. Oh. I we have, well, have, there's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all you were saying, Mr. No, that's, that's right. No, but I, it's true. And that's something that I think that Leonardo and I, you know, where we... Cause, Leonardo's out there drawing the, you know, the butts, the whole, the whole Megillah. Yeah, you drew everything. Opening people up, but we don't talk about those things. We have bat, we have, we have belts and spats. <laughs> Ted, and everything between, we don't know what happened. Ted, let me it. ask We don't know you, what happened there. And I'm sure Jared was getting to this. Mm -hmm. But did you ever take a knee in the, during the anthem? <laughs> Amazingly, I was going to get really? to that. Incredible. <laughs> I don't know how you picked up on that from my body language or whatever, but let's, yeah, let's talk about it. Ted Williams, surely, surely there were things that you were protesting back then. Did you ever take a knee during the national anthem? No, I, I never took a knee during the national anthem. I would Ooh, never have controversial. done that. Controversial. That's very I, controversial. In my day, now. it was not controversial mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Not controversial at all. You know, people, first of all, um, you know, I, I I I'm um I'm uh, what you call a bigot I guess nowadays. Ooh, interesting. Oh, I think okay. so. But in those but that's, but what you have to understand about that. That's a reveal. That, what right. you have to understand about that is that mm -hmm. in my day, okay, as today, that mm -hmm. is almost completely acceptable <laughs> to everyone I encounter. So, yeah. I I was not going to go down especially, you know, especially I was not I understand the way you're talking about these they have protests now. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I I understand that it's going on in the football. I'm not going to watch those guys do that. I I live for Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. See, you know, I'm I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big Kaepernick fan <laughs> yeah. also. But I'm a, I'm a veteran and I know what the flag <laughs> means. You know? Well, listen, Ted Williams, I understand you, you grew up in a different time. You yeah. know, there were different standards back then. Right. And if, if we're being frank, it really feels to me like we should have made more progress from when you were alive. I disagree. <laughs> Do you own That's a T-shirt? Do you own a T-shirt that says you, you stand for the flag? You kneel for the following. I do not own a T-shirt. <laughs> okay. I saw that at a U.S. men's soccer game. Yeah. Recently. Oh, did you? Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. mm, I stand for the flag. I kneel, kneel for the, for the fallen. fallen. And I don't. I didn't love. I'm not 100% sure what the politics of that is. It's saying do not kneel during the anthem. Is it? Because it, it is, could mean the it opposite. Is. It could no. mean that even though you're kneeling, this you're still guy was it. booing. Doesn't mean that. He was booing um, the Costa Rica team. Gotcha. Yeah. The Costa Rica team. Yeah. Were they kneeling for the for the national anthem? No. <laughs> anyway, point is Costa Rica just, won, they baby. He hated Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Lena Da Vinci. So we had a um, a couple incidents from your childhood that I'm wondering if you if you could give us the correct historical record on. Uh, the first one is that you say that as a child you remember a kite dropping from the sky and hovering over your cradle, and this is what gave you your fascination with with flight and with uh, possible flying machines. Is there any truth to that story at all? No. 
No. Oh, okay. that sounds bullshit. Yeah, and then it it's okay. Like it's okay me. that you feel so aggressive about my story <laughs> because it's the same way that Emma Stone yeah. tells that boring story every interview. That's oh, like, oh, I made a PowerPoint for my parents about why I should go to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard that story really? before. Well, I'm glad, insufferable. I'm, I'm glad she repeats it because I would like to hear repeats the story. Repeats and repeats and repeats. <sighs> Emma. Get a new story, baby. <laughs> One trick pony. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that's her. My version of mm-hmm. the PowerPoint, Emma Stone, mm-hmm. Road to Hollywood, yeah. is the kite floating over my crib. But that's not a true story. No, saying. it's just a good story for the magazines. Mm, yeah. Okay. It, yeah. it was some, what really got me inspired. For, for the mm-hmm. flying machines. For the flying machines. Mm-hmm. Machines. Are you okay, Ted? <laughs> Are you listening? I'm, I'm, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and just for him, those of you who are listening is... at home, he was he was doing up his spats a little bit. So <laughs> yeah. he just, he just seemed like he, he was, was distracted. He was not putting attention. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, uh, Mrs. Da Vinci, if you sorry, will. Sorry, thank you. Yeah. Okay, everyone, the real scoop is how I got inspired for the flying machine. I machines. can't wait. <laughs> Good. I was, I was looking outside my window. I was washing mm. my dishes. Yeah. And I heard some screaming. And I looked outside, and it was a kid... It was a kid uh, just disobeying the mama. Okay, that is is want to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I thought to myself, oh, to fly away, to fly away from from an oppressive mama would be so nice. Wow, this gets a little deep. No, it's you know what it reminds me of. There... It reminds me of that scene in uh, in Forrest Gump when that when uh, the abused Jenny character is saying, "Please, God, make me a bird." So I can fly far, far, oh, far away. Oh my god! You remember? It's very, it's sort of similar to that. Wow! You say? I thought. Have you you've written screenplays? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I, I, treatments. <laughs> but nothing has been greenlit. I would love to That's hear about some of these it's treatments. A, <laughs> brutal. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are 15th century Italian painter, scientist, polymath Leonardo da Vinci, Hello. and early 20th century American baseball player Ted Williams. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other question I wanted, so the other story from your childhood, Leonardo da Vinci, yes, 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 yes. Uh, is that there was this cave that you remember being like terrified of, but your curiosity was so strong that even though you were scared yeah. of what might be inside, you decided to go exploring. That's a great story. Is yeah. there any truth to that story okay. at all? So now that, fact or fiction? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ted? <laughs> Ooh, this is like a fun I, game. You know, I think it's I I have I I think it's true, but there's nothing about it that is at all in any way <laughs> unusual. Good job. Yeah, it's not weird. Home it's not run, <laughs> a home run for the Mr. Baseball. Okay, so that's a true story. That is true. So what then eventually did you find in the cave that you were so scared to explore, but so yes, curious yes, that yes. you had to go in? Mice bones. Mice uh, mice bones. Mice bones <laughs> and snake <Yeah>. bones. <laughs> Nothing was alive in this game. <laughs> Which was crazy because the snake, really, really, that that yeah. started it all because the snake is so wiggly and free and mm-hmm. like bendy. Yes. Right. But then you find out there's bones in there. That's not, it's not right. Crunchy hard bones. It seems like a waste. <laughs> you it were seems surprised. like you wouldn't design it that way. I was shocked that yeah. something so flowy and, and flimsy and right. free and delicate had like hard bones in this. Baseball bat has no bone in it whatsoever. No, you, well, you could argue that it's a big bone. Very good, That's Ted. one big bone. Yes. <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, totally fact. Okay, so you, would you say that that maybe inspired you to do some of your later work in anatomy where you would dissect people and find out what's on the insides because you're like, oh, I didn't expect the inside of a snake to look like that. You yes, know? immediately, almost as soon as I got out of the cave, mm-hmm. I started cutting people up. Yeah. The dead ones, the, the cadavers. Obviously, you sure. cut up an alive That's person. No, I would never. Yeah. Understandable, normal, right? Yeah. yeah, of course. Yes. And then you would dry what's on, on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta get it you gotta get to the to the bottom of things before you can Did you ever have like a healthy normal childhood? Did you ever play sports with the people in your neighborhood? Well, I mean, there must have been some bean ball, <laughs> double dag. <laughs> Double what? Double dag. That sounds dag. completely insane. I don't know. I don't know what double dag is, Mr. <laughs> Williams. Would you mind telling us about double dag? As double dag the game? is in the hoop stick family, family it's of a cousin. Games. Okay, of hoop and stick. I grew up on the West Coast. We had double dag. Okay, well, so, so tell us about double dag. Yeah. Is it just hoop and stick, or would you just? Is it just hoop and stick? But you called it double dag? No. Somebody <laughs> explain the double dag. <laughs> Please. Yeah, Mr. William, you have the floor. What what was the, what were the I rules of double dag? Well, 
Tell me if any of this sounds familiar to you. Okay, you take right. one guy from one neighborhood. Okay. And you pit him against the, uh, his enemy from another neighborhood. Ooh, right? okay. Oh, Romeo yeah. and Juliet. And that's not exactly okay. Romeo no, and that Juliet. Would be, unlike Romeo little... and Juliet, that would be completely unacceptable <laughs> for them to get together anyway. Okay, so you have one guy from one town, one guy from the other town. They hate each other. They're enemies. They're and then, enemies. And what happens? Uh, the... There's a there's a beanbag, okay, Ugh. which is going to be the dinner for the co- winning community. A bean, a beanbag. The beans inside the of bag. the bag will okay. be there. So this is tossed. You, you have something. Gotta have something like a fence or something like that. Mm-hmm. A what? A, a fence. fence. You gotta a fence. toss it oh, over the fence oh, so okay. that there's no intermingling. Mm-hmm. And it's tossed up in the air, and it's kind of like in a. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but you know, it's like a t- they, when they tip or. Ted, you know, you're like... looking at me and uh, I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, it's supposed you to would be. Like, you would like tip it over the over the. Yeah, over the fence? And it gets as violent as possible. And... Okay. Oh. It's just all like a violent volleyball this was a or way, like a really yeah. violent um, water polo on Or Or what's the one? Right. The birdie. The birdie. Ooh, um, what's that? What, what do you call the game it with the like, birdie? Right. Toss. Uh, t- <laughs> toss. <laughs> we play toss. <laughs> They play double dag. Double dag. <laughs> we called it double dag. So dag is I'm dag just, is if you got hurt is, once, and double dag was if you got like really hurt twice. If you got really hurt twice. Oh, oh, double dag. Double dag. You get the beans. Double dag. <laughs> double these dag. the only kind of oh, games we could afford. You win the bean bag. So when these ball players came to town, it was a whole, and they, you know, they had, they could afford, you know, put letters on their jersey. That was a big deal. Ooh, interesting. Okay, that was yeah. the first B I'd seen. You know, wow. it's, I'd but, seen A and C. Yes, but not, okay. but not a B. F G. Sh- yeah. Other letters were cheaper than the B. Uh, is what you think? We just didn't have Bs. Gotcha. gotcha. A minus C a- <laughs> equals B. <laughs> <laughs> that is Leonardo da Vinci. I know that you're a genius. I know that you're polymath. That is the laziest math I've ever heard in my entire life. When if you see so, you know the equation, that, if you, you know will the, see. If you know what variables, how they work, you know that you could plug those numbers, any of those numbers into that. It doesn't well, make any sense. You need something around the variables to have them make any sense. But regardless, I just want to I, I want to put a cap on wow. this on this double dag story. Yeah, double dag. Cuz it was really it's not a story, it's just a game. It was one of the games that we could play. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, but like I didn't know that double dag was a thing and I really yeah. I thank you well, for Well, cuz all you people today are so spoiled. I don't think that we're spoiled. Wow. I mean, we we, you know, well, uh Ted, we what? have different things. Ted, what is your pain? Yeah, I, you, see, you seem to have a, a a simmering rage. Yes, to you, Ted Williams. It's mainly Yankee based. It's, oh, I had an incident when I was those a stuffy kid. Yanks. I went know. into there was a cave by the beach. Oh, you had a cave story also. I had a cave oh. by the beach. Right. The 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 beanbag had rolled into the cave, and I had to go retrieve. You're playing it. double dag. It was a, it was it was double dag. Gotcha. All right. So the bean bag goes into this cave. Oh, this sounds like it. it. <laughs> this sounds. I haven't like seen it. I get it now. The pain. Well, let's yeah, not. Let's I not. Spoiler alert. You know. Mm, so let's, everyone let's, dies. Let's oh. see what uh, Ted Williams' story is. Right. Right. You know. So what, the 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 double dag bean bag goes into this cave, and then what happens? Uh, I saw a <gasps> vision. Ooh. Okay. Oh. It was. It, I later learned it was the face of Derek Jeter. Derek <gasps> Jeter was in the cave. Derek Jeter's his face that was illuminated. Amazing. Face. He wasn't even born for decades. I guess so. Decades later. Yeah. Wow. But he said, "Hi, I'm Derek Jeter." <gasps> what? I'm better than you. Oh, oh my God! But you were just a kid. You didn't even play baseball at that no. point. So what did you? I'd never seen a baseball. Did you have any idea what that could possibly mean? Did you say anything back? I had yeah. a feeling. Uh, I said, you think you're better than me? Oh, another question. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Congratulate. I'm glad you stood up to Derek. Yes. Yeah. You know? And so yeah. did he say anything back when you said, you think you're better than me? Yeah, he had this smirk. It was <gasps> just oh, disgusting. Oh. He really is smarmy, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I know. And that's, uh, is that all that happened? Is he, he just <gasps> That's what and happened. And then, and then uh, well, he was wearing, you know, uh, I, he was wearing the top hat and the whole thing. So I knew. So when I oh. saw the Yankees traveling troop come to town, yeah. I knew that this is what was going to oh happen. Oh, my God. That brings it all together. That wow. makes so that's much sense. That's how they got me to fight. In the war, they told me Hitler was wearing a top hat. Shut up. Oh. Really? They had to lie to you to get you to go to World War II? Well, I mean, it was a simple, they just, that was okay. easy, easy to motivate. <laughs> well, 
Well, I have that, you know. That's the, why uh, the same thing, thing that I was Leonardo da Vinci. I'm sorry, it's the double shot espresso <laughs> cold brew from the mom and pop deli on Smith Street. Jesus. <laughs> Are they paying you? <laughs> Lord. No, but it's great. Uh, that all was night. A, Ted Williams, what you've just revealed to us, yeah. is, there's so many questions that I have based okay. on that, but I, I really yeah. need what to, are you, what are you to move that, over. That to... question to you too, Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> Did Derek Jeter appear to me? me? Yeah, no. he, he wasn't in your cave, obviously. No, I wish. I'm just so curious. Like, I, I can't wait for Derek Jeter to die so that I can have him on the show. I know. And I can ask you, why did you travel back in time to antagonize a, a young Ken Williams? You know, it just seems like a, it seems kind of out of character for him. Uh, but I'd love to move oh, I don't uh, think so. over to Leonardo. I think that's exactly what he'd do. <laughs> love to move I'm over. glad we got to the root of the pain. Because uh, now. Yeah, can... that's it. Oh, now, now we can start to heal, Ted yes. Williams. Now we can start to no to... <laughs> through scratching the scabs. I hit that so is not, many baseball that is not, how, heal. that is not how scabs work, Leonardo. <laughs> but like we, we have to. I would love to go over to Leonardo Dimitri for just a moment. So uh, there's here's another story that I'd like you to uh, to clarify for me. So at the age of 14, uh-huh. uh, you're apprenticing oh, for. If I get ringworm from mm-hmm. this. I, and I tell you, I've told. All my, I told all my previous guests oh. that um, these these I headphones are cleaned is regularly. This real I don't know. Is this real leather? Is this real? I promise skin you. I promise you. Your ears are safe. Ears? You may have lost your endorsement deal with the deli <laughs> on Smith Street. Uh, Sorry, so, focus. Leonardo, on. at the age of fourteen, yes. you apprenticed with a famous painter named uh, Verrocchio. Am I pronouncing that right, Verrocchio? Verrocchio. Verrocchio. Are there and, two C's followed by an H? There are two C's followed there by. Are, then that means when that happens, you stop a little bit. Okay. Well, so I you just go, want, Verrocchio. Well, I, I just wanted you to tell me like what you call them. You know, like <laughs> read the name. Verrocchio. So the story goes that you were helping him with a portion of his painting, mm-hmm. and your section, your part of the painting, was so good that he put down his brush and vowed never to paint again. Is there any truth to that story at all? What do you think? Ooh, we're playing the game again. Fact Uh, or fiction? Uh, Ted Williams says fiction. I say fact. I say that probably really happened. Ted, I'm sorry. Fact. F-A-C-T. Well, we both have one point now, Ted. So, you know, we are are tied. Yeah, you you are tied with Ted Williams. That was true (laughs) with Verrocchio. And guess what? That happened like Every time I painted with another person. Every time I did doubles, mm-hmm. when you paint... Which I didn't partner. know that that was a thing. I didn't know that you would, like, yeah. paint no, I've heard of that. one yeah, painting together. You, turn, you listen to some music mm-hmm. and you paint together. All right. And it's kind of like when you work out, Ted, you know, if you run uphill Definitely. with a partner. Right. You, you get competitive. Exactly. To, to get better. Exactly. Yeah, I see. Like Rocky and Adrian. Uh, and Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> when... Um, well, Adrian wasn't really a competitor. Well, did exactly. she not work out they with Rocky? Not in the movie. No, she did. And the real, did the real the real Adrian did. Deleted scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was true. Every time I painted with someone, I can't help it. And like Gaga says in mm-hmm. her documentary, mm-hmm. Five Foot Two, currently on Netflix. <laughs> Jesus. Or- so many sponsorships in our <laughs> Or Hulu. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i just curious how you had the time to get all these sponsorships because I asked you to do the right, show right, yesterday. Right. I know. It's so... I work fast. But like okay. she says, I'm no longer embarrassed of my gifts. Mm-hmm. Same here. Mm-hmm. And okay. I have two minutes. No longer embarrassed, Jared said. No longer embarrassed of my gifts. I deserve my success, and mm-hmm. I, yes, every no, time I paint, you don't need someone, to be ashamed that well, you were t- so you were so good that you were shaming other people to put their their paint. But it down. took this long for me to understand. It took until I saw that documentary with Gaga <laughs> to understand that's me, embarrassed mm-hmm. of my success, acting giggly, embarrassed of how good you are at something. Yeah, acting giggly and coy mm-hmm. with my capes, mm. but never, you know, I was giggly. If you saw the movie Ever After with Drew Barrymore, I have not seen Ever After. No, I've been meaning to see. The way they portrayed Da Vinci, it's totally true. Mm -hmm. Giggly and silly and like quirky. Mm -hmm. But inside I was like, I'm really good, but Mm -hmm. I'm afraid. You know, that's not the only movie that you've been represented in. But it's the best one. That's the best one? Do you think that's the closest closest to what you were? Is like that giggly kind of Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio, Always falling down. Mm -hmm. So so that was you? Like you were a clumsy person? Yeah, like that Einstein thing, you know, quirky smart. Mm. Oh, okay. The quirky genius. I mean, there's such a different image of you painted on the Wikipedia. But I also remember that there's a short Big section. Surprise. There's a bit. There's a short section in Hudson Hawk 
where they show Leonardo da Vinci mm-hmm. painting the Mona Lisa and yeah. like looking at his flying machines. That, one? Uh, that is a Bruce Ethan Willis. Ethan Hawke. Yes. In I'm Hawk. pretty sure. That's how. That's why it's called that. No, no. I love Bruce Willis. He's a, he's a pretty. You know. Listen. Unfortunately, we have to take a short break. Uh, we will talk more about Hudson Hawk uh, when we come back with our guests on Famous Dead People, Ted Williams and Leonardo da Vinci. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends. All that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever. We love hearing from fans. Uh, Also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out JarrettBarrenson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening and now back to Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 15th century Italian painter, scientist, engineer, polymath, Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci... I keep on I keep on doing that. Ugh. It's just on the tip of my tongue. Leonardo da Vinci. It's okay. We are two hot, hot <laughs> stars. You know, we're all three of us very attractive men in here. Uh, and also, uh, early 20th century American baseball player, Ted Williams. Thank you. Very attractive. Yeah, all three of us. Um, so, yeah, we were uh, talking before the break. Um, about Bruce. Uh, about uh, Bruce Willis in the movie Hudson Hawk. Well, we really don't have to get into that. But you're saying that that version of you is not as accurate as the... Uh, we ever, came back to the break, and we're talking about oh, the just, same. Well, I just wanted to—I just wanted to clarify that. Yes, Ted. You know? <laughs> yes, Ever After, starring Drew Barrymore, Sorry, Drew Barrymore, and Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. <clears throat> so that, that's the more accurate version of like what you were really like in your life. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so let me ask you, um, Ted Williams. Uh, so you showed immediate uh, promise yeah. as a baseball player. You had right. offers from the Cardinals, from the Yankees. I know, I know you hated the Yankees. I hated the Yankees. Um, actually, let me ask you about that. So like you, yeah. you have this image of Derek Jeter with right. the top hat and the spats in the cave. You don't know who he is. You don't know what his deal is. I, I know who he is. Okay. <laughs> I know exactly who that guy is. And, uh, and then years later, when you're wow. in high school, you're playing, you're playing uh, baseball. Right. Uh, the Yankees try to recruit you. Yeah. Is that the first time that you see the top hat and the spats and you're like, oh, my God, no, that's... No, I'd seen that before. By that time, okay. I was already working with the U.S. government, and they had asked me to infiltrate Shut the Yankee up. organization. Wait, I'm sorry. The U.S. government asked you to, to be a mole in the Yankees? That's right. Why? Why did the government need to spy a on the A lot of us at that point in time thought that the what the Yankees were doing was was uh, un-American. Un-American. Okay. Was it just like a lifestyle thing? Did you really was there anybody that really thought the Yankees were trying to take down the American government? I just want to clarify like what kind of threat level we're talking about. Absolutely. It was it was an insidious cultural an insidious thing. cultural thing. Oh, interesting. It was the ninth column they called it. In, okay, I'm unfamiliar with the other eight columns. Okay, are well, these, so are these like, like Weight Watchers? <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Is that really is, okay? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so, what were the Yankees doing that the government think, thought that we need to put a stop to this insidious? Everyone, behavior? if can you imagine your child walking down the street? Mm-hmm. You know, you uh, oh, pa, I'm home from I'm home from school. And then you look at, well, what did you learn today, son? And you look at that child, and all of a sudden your child is fancy. Oh, okay. So, like, maybe they're going to maybe they're gonna catch fancy maybe from the Yankees. Catch fancy. Interesting. Okay, and the government wanted to put a stop to that. They wanted to put a stop to that. Interesting. Okay, so then here's my question. Then why did you not then join the Yankees? You had this golden opportunity to join, but your mom said that she wanted to keep you close to home, so you played with the... Uh, the San Diego Padres instead, but that seems like it would have been a golden opportunity Ooh, for you. Petco Park. I'm sorry, what? In Petco San Park. Diego. At that point, uh, yes. 
I love Petco Park. You know what? It has the amenities. It was the amenities at Petco Park, which I thought which was was a sand lot, but they had a pond, and the pond. The pond had tadpoles really, in it, and it was cool. I was a young man. You loved the pond so much that you that you said no to the government. I you did. Said, I'm not going to join. But the part Yankees. of my guilt is that is why I later became such a Yankee hater. Well, no, why I became why I why I uh, why I uh, devoted myself to the to the war effort. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. It I, seems it seems like the way that they got you into the war was like a very delicate web of reasons. They were like the Nazis right. are similar to the Yankees, oh. and and also the Yankees wow. are a bad organization. Yeah, I admit like, it took me it took me a while to understand what mm-hmm. we were really dealing with. Interesting, but, but then uh, there was a second push. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Where they they reapproached me. I said, "This is my chance to oh, redeem myself." Mm-hmm. They said, "We want to create a super sports squad." A super sports <gasps> squad. Oh, yeah. okay. Like Space Jam. <laughs> exactly. It was very similar to Space honestly, Jam. I wonder. Honestly, Leonardo, the breadth of your expertise is, <laughs> is mind boggling. I mean, the streaming you are, services. You are now. a true polymath. You really are. I'm really I can, impressed. I can watch anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's right. A, ro- a veritable but, road scholar. But, I'm not saying no. No texting. <laughs> I do not text. <laughs> oh, my God. Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't uh, even know what. You know that what? Is. I would love. I would love to ask you what that cryptic comment means. But we're unfortunately in the middle middle of a story here with Sorry. Ted Williams. So the, no, the it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Squad. So this super, super squad, squad was actually yeah, super relate. sports squad. We, so it was me. Uh, I was. Uh, I was the Scarlet Splinter. The scar. Oh, the Scarlet Splinter. Oh. They gave you that new nickname. They gave me the new nickname. Combination. I asked for a new nickname, and they thought it was funny to keep the Splinter part of it. Ah, it can be so, so cool. I had me up so on cruel. a fighter plane, and I was just. You were. You were. I'm sorry. So you were knocking you were, balls with a baseball mm. bat. Yeah. I just want to clarify. You with know, for people that are bat. listening, you're doing a batting. Yeah, and in my off hours with a golf club. <laughs> and uh, wow. I can't believe that. that I mean, me, Jesse seem, Owens was. It doesn't the, seem physically. Um, uh, smart to have a person on the outside of the plane i'm assuming like strapped in or something so that you don't fly off of the airplane i was in the 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 gunners uh pit. oh I, you know i forgot mm. that planes used to be like yeah open you, air. yeah yeah you don't uh, know shit <laughs> Jesus, yeah. ted williams wow. listen i'm just asking i'm trying to learn here all right clearly the healing process with this anger leonardo is still i don't ongoing. understand the need for healing it seems like i've done pretty well i mean listen you've had a great career nobody's arguing that you know loved and revered uh, by by many. You want me to sign your laptop I... for you and make five thousand dollars? Oh, will you sign my laptop? Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> I think the problem. It's weird that you have a you have such a soft spot for Leonardo. Anytime he asks you for something, really I, I turn feel to jelly. Like, I think speaking of jelly, mm-hmm. I think the Ted. Uh, it's hear me out. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with sports stars is they get used to the icy hot, mm-hmm. which just numbs the pain. You know, mm-hmm. I thought when you said icy yeah. hot that you were referring, like, in a metaphorical sense, mm. like the hot and cold of the crowd or <gasps> oh, the hot good. and cold of the career, but you're literally referring to the cream. icy hot, the cream that, they that you put on sore muscles. the mom and pop on Smith Street. <laughs> That's oh true. Oh, my yes. God. Am I, I going to get a cut of all these endorsements? <laughs> we, don't Jesus. Get, we don't get to the core of the pain because we just numb the outside. Mm. I encourage you, Ted, put down the icy hot and the pain jelly and face the pain and see what see what happens yeah i mean i think that when you give yourself time to heal ted williams you will find your life is just generally going to get richer people are going to be a lot more warm around you you might find yourself enjoying you might find your own baseball annie your Your own own love baseball annie Ugh. what is that you mean (laughs) talking about Ted, let's see. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know, I know Annie. Bull Durham. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not a, not a, not an accurate baseball starring movie. Susan Sarandon and no, Kevin that is Costner. not an accurate. Doesn't resemble she anything is, I've told she you is so far. A smoke show. In you that never movie. had a groupie. Ooh, a groupies. We had tons of groupies. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. also Ted Williams had like eight wives. So okay. you know, clearly this is not a person who needs to be told. Thank that, you. I like that you're you know. speaking up for me now. <laughs> Well, like, do you feel like I haven't been defending you enough on this deal. show, Ted Williams? I think I just don't like you. Oh, I, you know what? That's fair. I think that's I totally just don't fair. like you. I, I, you know, sometimes that's I okay. rub people the wrong way, yeah. and uh, that is my cross to bear. It could um, be the day. Mm-hmm. Your the cross air pressure. to bear. His mm-hmm. cross to bear. <laughs> you know, Willie Nelson also had about seven or eight 
loves. Seven or eight wives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that about William Nelson. Yeah. I, I can't wait for him to pass away. We hang out. on the show. I yeah. wish he was here. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, well that's kind of rude. Almost like we're not doing it for you, Leonardo. Jesus. Oh, come on. Everybody loves Willie. I, I, you know, everybody to loves be Willie. fair, everybody does love William Nelson. I kind of wish he was here right now also. And then we could be four good looking dudes in this in the studio. <laughs> Am I right? Totally. Uh, I take your silence <laughs> as saying that I am. Let me uh, let me ask you this, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. I take your silence as saying as, that I am. That's, uh, that you agree that's a, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Let's let me ask you about your most famous work of art, the Mona Lisa. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, so much has been written about that painting, the enigmatic smile, the model, the way the eyes seem to follow you around. Can you tell us a little bit about your motivation mm-hmm. for that painting? Tell us about the model. Like, yes. what was something you're trying to accomplish with that painting? Okay, you know when you go to Trader Joe's. And you have to get, they tell you. I cannot wait to see how this comes around to the question that I asked. And they tell you, you yellow, you green, you red. They're telling you which uh, cash register to go to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you get split up and then you, you have, you look to the right and you see somebody, you are in the yellow and you look to the red line and there's a beautiful person there. And you just lock eyes and you fall in love and then you get really sad because then you go to the separate lines and you never see each other again. If you bought more mm. shit than, than they did, then you might be there longer and they'd go out. They're out the door. You're just talking about misconnection. <sighs> misconnection. You have a misconnection with somebody at Trader Joe's or anywhere. Well, specifically the Trader Joe's <laughs> experience. Anyway, okay. it's that same thing that fueled... The painting. This was a misconnection. Yeah. You wanted to do a painting that sort of embodied what it felt like to do to have a Trader Joe's misconnection. <laughs> yes. So the Mona Lisa. I hope every time somebody goes to the Louvre mm-hmm. and and runs to see it mm-hmm. and is disrespectful to all the other art and just runs through to see this one thing. I am picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I think I'm getting um, it. Understand it is a it is it, it just close your eyes and know what it, that feeling of missed connection in the grocery store. Interesting. Okay. Every mm-hmm. crush I've ever had started at the grocery store. Oh, I mean that that you know that that's where you're you're you, you it's see where you're people. the most vulnerable. It's where the most vulnerable. You are. Thank you have you. all your shame purchases in your cart. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and you're looking around at all the people that you wish you could talk to, but you just don't. You don't. So who's the model then? Was that um, someone that you had a misconnection with? Yes. Or did she, did you just feel like she had a good look for? what a misconnection was. No, no, no. She is a specific person who was in, mm. in a... In she was kind of like your baseball Lisa. She was. Baseball Lisa. Yes. Okay. That's I don't know it. why we couldn't have used baseball and... I was going to say that, but <laughs> Ted has been so... going through so much in yeah, this interview... Yeah, we give him a break. We should really that should I'd give let him a break. Go. Yeah, it's been hard for him. It's um, been a hard interview. Yeah. All right. But <laughs> it's been rough revisiting a hot guy appearing to you in a cave and saying, mm-hmm. you are no good. That is hard. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oof. Anyway. So yeah, so this is a model that you knew, the Mona Lisa. Well, yes. She is someone that I ran into in one of those beautiful, like, bizarres like open air marketplaces mm-hmm. and we cross paths and my cape, my beautiful cape <laughs> brushed gold trim to the floor. Wow. Uh, that's my cape brushed her long dress mm-hmm. and then it kind of got tangled up and it was like a whoa Ooh, moment. It's a meet cute. Yes, but you, I you fell. I fell down. Mm-hmm. She stood tall. I fell mm-hmm. and I got muddy and I was so embarrassed. But then I looked up and it was like Jesus Christ herself. Staring mm. right at me. Jesus is a lady, by the way. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and so then, then I was. She said something, but it's anyone's guess. I was so embarrassed. Sorry. The <laughs> levels. The levels. Anyway, so I went home immediately and painted her. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh well. So she wasn't actually in the studio. You just did that for memory. That was oh yeah. Just how you? It's imagined. just a cleaner story again. The mm. Emma Stone thing. If you say, oh, a model in the studio. But really, it was an open-air mar- open marketplace. Wow. So you don't know what her name is. You don't know what her story was. Not at all. This is just a memory of a beautiful chance encounter that you had yes. with a woman. Wow. And I, I think that it's In speaks, the groceries. It speaks to the sort of like um, unconscious pull of your work <laughs> that even though it's one of the most revered works of art in the world... Uh, nobody really picks up on that. Nobody says no. like, oh yeah, I know what that feeling is like when I'm on the subway. Exactly. You know, and I see somebody they get out the doors and the doors close, you know. It's like mm. when you listen to Daughters by John Mayer. You think you are hearing a sweet, 
kind, loving, good to women man who maybe wants to be a father, a daddy. No, I've but, never thought that, but, about that. But dog. really, you're listening to a disgusting piece of shit, mm-hmm. sick fuck, and he horrible. Heard, he heard Taylor Swift. Man. Man. He heard Taylor Swift. He heard Jennifer Aniston. That guy oh, is no when good. you come after Jen. That guy is no good. I, you come after all of us. When you come after Jen, you you really come yeah, after us. To the rest of us. So it's like that. I mean, he's a good musician. So you know, you no, think I don't care. exactly. He's a, he's a great though. guitar player. He's so you no, down to that. What? He's a good manipulator. But really, John, if you're listening, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, sorry, Leonardo Da Vinci. I don't like I'll doing take that. it. I'll take it. Leonardo Da Vinci uh, <laughs> seductively whispering to John Mayer, "I hate you." Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests in the studio today are 20th century American baseball player Ted Williams. Hello. And Hello. 15th century Italian painter, scientist, polymath, inventor Leonardo da Vinci. Hello. Um, so let me ask you, uh, Ted Williams, you know, we have uh, touched on a little bit of this uh, famous temper of yours and uh, there was an incident, like you, you tended mm-hmm. not to take things very well on the field. Thank you. Uh, there was an incident, can please uh, correct the record if this is not what happened, mm-hmm. where you struck out uh, one of the few times in your career that you struck out. Right. You were so angry that you threw your bat into the stands and it hit a 60-year-old woman. Is there any truth to this story at all, Ted yeah, Williams? that was hilarious. That was, I'm sorry, what? It was, it was hilarious? I thought that was <gasps> Wait, oh, Ted Williams. I mean, it's it, a, it, a 60-year-old woman, Ted Williams. It wouldn't be funny if it were a healthy young man. <laughs> well, what happened to her? Yeah, I don't know. What did happen to her? Well, uh, see, that was, according to Wikipedia, that woman was the housekeeper of, like, one of the team's owners or managers or something like that. <laughs> Fucking hilarious! I have, I have this entire interview. I have not seen you glow with joy the way that you are glowing now at hearing about the pain of a poor woman that you inflicted. That, that blows my mind, Ted. Really? Have you no humanity at all? Can you not see? I'm almost superhuman. <laughs> I'm a great hey, hitter. You're a great hitter. I'm a prodigious husband and father. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're very. Talented. I killed a lot of Nazis in a in very a colorful. <laughs> Team. I think I know. Mm-hmm. It's the grandmama. You the... hate your grandma? Oh, did you hate your grandmother, Lena? Uh, Lena uh, oh, God, I am okay. getting turned around here. Ted Williams, did you hate your grandma? Is that is that the reason why we have all this anger? Oh, this I did. Anger? No one's ever talked to me about that before. No one's ever mentioned that. You before. know what? We thought we knew the source of your anger. Yeah. This uh, Derek Jeter I don't see vision. What that to... This Derek Jeter. I maybe... always knew there was more. There was a. <laughs> there was maybe a. Um, maybe a grandmother complex. You know, I don't know if that's a, you know, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, it, it, it explains everything, doesn't it? It's sort of, it really know. explains everything about Ted Williams. Once you find out that he hated his grandmother, it really kind of sheds a, sheds a light on the, the rage, the temper, the, yeah. the, what did she the do bigotry. To you? Do you have any memories of your grandmother about, about where this anger might've come from Ted Williams? Oh my God. He is completely broken down. Silent tears. Oh my God. Are you? You know what? Maybe we should give Ted Williams a moment to okay. to, um, to. In the meantime, yeah, I just want to talk about say... more movies that you like, <laughs> yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's the, my therapy session. <laughs> just give him a minute. Well, uh, I... well none of us are trained. Uh, no, therapists, good. No, I wouldn't. Want, I wouldn't want. You're right. Yeah, I <laughs> just the, the immaculate. The fines. The <laughs> fines are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, well, listen. If you have more to unpack, Ted no, Williams, not really. I mean, she was not a nice woman. You know, we mm-hmm. all. That's whatever. Right. She was the. She was the housekeeper of a major league baseball. So your grandmother was a housekeeper of a of, of the owner of a major, major baseball yeah. team. And wow. then you would later throw a bat at the yeah. housekeeper of major. Right. Wow. wow. Yeah. That is not hard to see the parallel. That's a double dag. As, uh, <laughs> I and think. And that's a double dag. <laughs> I guess uh, I know who took on the bag of beans. Oh. And, uh, it's, uh, it's Ted Williams there. Wow. Oh, that is incredible. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, let's let's get off of, um, uh, let, let's, you know, get off of this, um, you know, uh, tension that you had between, between you and your grandmother. Yeah. Um, this was not the only controversy that you were involved in in your time in the majors. Mm. So you're playing for the Boston Red Sox. You said mm-hmm. publicly that your salary was peanuts mm-hmm. and mm. that you hated Boston and reporters. Is that true, Ted Williams? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's that's all true. Well documented. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is our vibe, I feel, is consistent. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, well, with my hatred yeah, for the media, nothing, nothing that you have done has made me think <laughs> that those are not true things. Yeah, what I, just, it, I just want to. I should get paid a lot more. I want to get your side of the story. You know, okay. So you I thought should you get paid a lot. Weren't and, paid enough. All right. And Boston, I was disappointed with. I thought Boston was going to be, you know, salt of the earth, sort of nobility. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the working class, nobility in the working class. Okay, yeah. It you know. Saltier, it's 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 bullshit, you know. Mm. It's bullshit. There's, so what was Boston actually? There are a bunch like? of uncultured <laughs> hicks. <gasps> oh, that's right. I think you're upset. With and for a place called Beantown, mm-hmm. no, lot, not a lot of beans. Not a lot of beans. You know, I want to support Ted yeah. because I have been. You know, when you go to Faneuil Hall, yeah. you think, oh, what I. What a pinnacle of history this will be. You know, mm-hmm. Faneuil Hall, it's like a piazza. Of course. But instead, the Cheers Bar is totally touristy. Totally touristy. And, Thank you. And lots of like Claire's type stores. Right. Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that, that's the sort of thing that bothered you about being in Boston and playing for Boston. I didn't like it. They didn't like me enough. They mm-hmm. didn't pay me enough. Yeah. And uh, they didn't give me enough attention and they didn't leave me alone. What was the. Uh... <laughs> What? What, was the, what was the issue that you have with reporters, though? You know, so so you know these people are they're they're writing about. I don't understand you know, what they do. They they write. They don't about, use their bodies in any way. I feel like they would not be good at playing baseball. They, yeah, I mean, well, that's that's true. If they were good, then so they would, explain that to me. They, Why am I talking to this person? Because then they would write about you, and then other people can uh, read about you. <laughs> I think we should leave it all on the field, don't you? I mean, leave it to the professionals. All right, yeah. I mean, that's that's totally fair. Like, maybe somebody can't afford to, uh, a ticket to see a baseball game. Maybe they shouldn't get to read about what happened. Exactly. Then. All right, mm. yeah. I, I can completely understand that philosophy. It's a little cutthroat for my taste. I pulled like, I'm myself a more up by my stirrup. By your bootstraps? All the way to my belt. <laughs> Oh, was it a wide belt? A nice wide? Because we know that that's what uh, Da Vinci yes. sort of like. It was a like slim belt, pioneered. but I did, mm. I do, I do, I I do think that capes would have helped. Yeah, capes might have helped. Finished. Absolutely, and I mean, you need the contrast. You need a wide belt for the slim belt to make sense. You know, like you need pain in your life for the good times uh. to make sense. You know, you need a wide belt to make for a slim belt to make sense. I think that I don't know I why I'm stretch. getting these blank stares here, guys. I think I, it's a stretch. Ted, I mean, where's, we're not, it's just usually, not the weirdest thing that's been Ted, said today. Do you usually, <laughs> this might help you, Ted. This might help you chill out. Do you, do you usually wear a box toe dress shoe when you go to events? Do you wear uh, like a, a box toe dress shoe? Uh, you know, I don't know. My, my wife's laying them out for me. Okay, mm-hmm. like the shoe, it's got a, a flat top instead of pointy, a pointy dress shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I don't believe the in square. points. It's too, that's I fancy. think you got to open it up and wear the pointy dress shoe. I think it's interesting, Leonardo, mm-hmm. that you think that the issues that we've already uncovered from Ted Williams, still the only thing that's keeping him from being healed is the type of shoe that he's going to be wearing. Um, it's just the straight guys. I, I really think Straight guys with the square toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always see the, the tension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you open it up a little bit and do the, the pointy, well, then maybe, uh, maybe well, well, then you what? suddenly unblock something that's I going on I think it'll unblock a chakra or two. <laughs> Ooh, this does not sound good. This and is really, you're really not speaking that's the last thing you need, yeah. Just try it. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, I think that, you know, you need to approach your life with the spirit of experimentation. Maybe this is the sort of thing you want to look into, Ted Williams. You don't have to say. My, you don't have to. What was wrong with my life? I'll make a deal. I will, I will go to a baseball show and play a game of, of ball game. And then if you promise to wear a pointy dress shoe. Mm-hmm. This is Lena Davici saying that he... He will go yeah. and see one of your baseball shows, yes. Ted Williams, if you will only agree to just try wearing a pointy dress shoe instead of a square dress shoe. I don't really know where to where, start. <laughs> with how many problems you have with I it. think with a nice solid C, which means yes. C in, in Italian, which is where Leonardo's from. Um, listen, uh, we got a lot to unpack here, Ted Williams. You think about... Uh, Leonardo's offer, and I'll ask Leonardo a, a little bit about his life and, you know, give you Please. some time to process that. Yeah. Uh, so, Leonardo da Vinci, um, like I said before, this is not a gotcha show, but this was something that was on your Wikipedia, and so I wanted to ask you about this. Mm. Court records mm-hmm. from 1476, <coughs> when you were about 24 years old, wow. say that you and three other men 
were arrested for having an orgy with a with another man. So there's five of there's there's five of you total. Uh, and that man was a, quote, well-known male prostitute. But the charges were later dropped. And I'm not here to judge your choices at right. all. But is there any truth to that story? Well, obviously, Mr. yes. Okay, so that definitely happened. You it happened multiple were having a times. five-man orgy. Oh, you did it a couple of times. Well, listen, folks. <laughs> the Wikipedia, it's like, it's as bad as the Bible. Where, like, who is writing what down? It's I mean, literally anybody. Billions anybody years later. Yeah. yeah. Wiki is exactly, wiki equals Bible and Bible totally. equals trash. Who are you going to get to write <laughs> and, this Bible? <laughs> You're getting Jeremiah to write a piece of this? But what is so funny is, I mean, yeah, that's true. But also, like, I had, like, many of that. So it's funny. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember the one five-man orgy I had. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I had many. Yeah. I, I gotta say, it seems a little gratuitous. Like, you know, any anything above three people, I think, is it's mm-hmm. a, it's excessive. See, like, this what's is the point? why you Leonardo know? and I are seeing eye to eye, and you and I are not. Ooh, even though we're from different worlds, times, yeah. countries, we understand what it means to, to have a five man succeed. That's okay. right. Interesting. So you would you view these five man orgies as? as a sign of success or as succeeding itself? Uh, could you elaborate, Ted Williams? Well, Ted, have you had a five-man orgy? The, of course. I mean, that just happens in <laughs> Thank baseball. Thank you. I knew it when Sometimes. I saw It was you. the original name of baseball. Sometimes. Then they expanded it to nine. They didn't know what to Let do with it. Let it all out. Sometimes you got a pickle between second and third. Safe right. space. You know, and then just ends up piling on and it becomes right. a five-man now, orgy. Now, Jared, tell me. I mean, mm-hmm. th- more than your thing was more than three people. It just That's seems excessive. Much. Yeah, any kind of orgy. See, this is the, the, the lack of imagination. <laughs> I think if That's you, when you start to get the flavor. To quote, to quote, sort of. Kevin Costner in Bull Durham. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you Never haven't seen. gone to the show, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't been to the show, you yeah. don't know. All right, that's fair. That's I think he fair. says something like that. Mm, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's it's fascinating. The show means you know, the major leagues. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I know that. I remember at least that much from Bull Durham. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's incredible that this was a regular thing. Did you did you top it at five? Did you think that that going no. more than five? Oh, so it was. I think we're getting obsessed with the numbers. Okay, and, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And it's not about. I think not. Yeah, I say, I say, go for it. Hashtag mm-hmm. go for it. Hashtag go mm-hmm. for it. Just throw yeah, as many people it, in your order I, as you I want. I hear you. You know what though? I should say if it if three is your limit. It's, just, I, it's not a I, limit. I hear you. It just seems logistically more difficult, annoying. Manage. You know, just like like what? Am I even getting any more pleasure out of this? I was just gonna say, are you afraid of being ignored? Am I afraid of being ignored? That's interesting. I mean, maybe it's you know, like an improv team. You just gotta <laughs> jump in, and no one's gonna help you. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. you gotta jump in. Yeah, you 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 really have to just watch your don't back cling to the wall. Watch the yeah. backs of the other team, and just trust that you're all gonna find something incredible. Trust that Jamie Rivera. <laughs> We'll help you out. That's a very specific poll there from the whole <laughs> improv community. But listen, um, we're running out of time here. We only yeah. have uh, time for one more question. Uh, Ted Williams, I'd like to uh, end on this. So when you passed away, uh, mm. you wished for your body to be cremated, but your family famously decided to have your body cryogenically frozen instead. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering how you felt about that, because it was clear that your wishes were to be cremated, but your family... They they had like this this uh this secret contract that was discovered that said that you all wanted to be cryogenically frozen. How yeah. did you feel about that? Wow. It, I did not want to be cremated. That's a misnomer. That's a, oh that's that's untrue. It's untrue. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be preserved in icy hot. In oh, so it was oh a comedy God. of errors. My son, yeah, my son got involved with these cryo people and they it's... upsold him. Oh my. <gasps> So you just wanted your body to be in the icy hot that had been until cooling your sword muscles. Exactly. And then I would amuse in the future even more relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) Than you were before. That is an incredible reveal that just one one word off and you would have had your dream funeral. Oh, my God. That is wow. a shame. That is a real shame. Well, listen, um, unfortunately, that is all the time that we have for uh, for Famous Dead People this week. I'd, love to, oh. I'd like to thank my guests who are incredible, Lena Da Vinci mm. and uh, Ted Williams, for joining me in the studio. No yeah. I do have one final question for you both. I know it's a little bit weird, but I'd like to end every show by asking my guests if they'd like to plug a comedy show or a funny Twitter account or, or anything like that. Uh, uh, Lena Da Vinci, do you have anything like that that you want to tell people about? Two things. I want to say... 
the, follow my friend Chet Siegel on Instagram. Okay. She just posts. She's very funny and cool and smart. And I did her makeup for her headshots yesterday, and it was really delightful. Wonderful. And she posts cute pics of her dog, Penny. And then also follow the Rebecca Robles show on Instagram. And uh, it's a show uh, every other Saturday on Facebook Live. And we're doing one this weekend, the Halloween episode. Ooh, Halloween episode of the Rebecca Robles show. Yeah, Rebecca Robles show, Instagram and Facebook. It's funny as heck. And, you know. You should go check that out. And uh, Ted Williams, anything you want to tell people about? No. All right. <laughs> that is fair. Oh, oh uh, but your son. I am your son. Say <laughs> hello. I am your uh, I am your host, Jared Berenstein. <laughs> if you want to check out any of my stuff, go to uh, JaredBerenstein.com. You can yes. get all my tour dates, all my sketches are on there. Uh, also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway <gasps> Technique. It is out now. Oh, yeah. uh, read it, review it. That's right. Brian Patchett has an the, illustration. He's got an illustration book. in it, which is... Uh, he also recorded the rap for the show. That's true. Which is pretty sad that Brian Patchett is the best artist and rapper that Jared Berenstein knows. <laughs> Jared take is, that and to Brian the are great. If you uh, have any questions you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.com. We'll try to have them on as soon as we can. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Famous dead people, famous dead people.